David Walker makes his annual All-Star Weekend appearance. Of course, we're going to talk about the jerseys, but also we'll ask if it's disappointing. No Hornet is involved in this All-Star Weekend. We'll talk about all today on Locked on Hornets. We're Locked on Hornets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. We Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free and available anywhere you get your podcast. That includes YouTube, by the way. Not only is it me, Walker Mail, joining you, Doug Branson, everyhornetsboxscore.com, but you also have David Walker. And let's check out the nickname. Hey, now, he's an all-star. No foot play <laughs> this time. None of that. It's just David Walker, the all-star, joining us. How do you feel about that one? Oh, you know, I love that one. I mean, not only one of the greatest songs of all time, but uh, my favorite weekend, perhaps, of all time. So absolutely love that one, Doug. Kudos. It is a great weekend. Um, I, I differ with the first part. I don't think Smash Mouth <laughs> that much love, but I will take uh, All-Star Weekend being one of your favorites. We do have to bring you on to talk all about it. And we're going to get to the jerseys. We're going to get to the festivities. But we do have to ask about the Charlotte Hornets' absence here because we were trying to figure out if there was another team that did not have a representative at all-star break this year. I, I think we landed on Washington as the only one that does not have a representative. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's anybody else in Brooklyn. I think we, we couldn't find Brooklyn. a Brooklyn, Net. Brooklyn in Brooklyn, right? Because Kevin Durant traded Kyrie Irving traded. And so, yes, that would make sense for Brooklyn. So I believe those are the only other two teams, clearly Charlotte with the context uh, context attached. I mean, Washington, I mean, that's not a great situation for them either by any means. You have a guy in Bradley Beal who's on this inflated contract and they're still not winning games, but we clearly know what it is with Charlotte. So many bad things happen at the beginning of the season. So I ask you, David, first off, is there enough excuse here with Charlotte given all of the injuries, given what happened with LaMelo and, of course, Miles, that it's not the fault of the Charlotte Hornets that Miles was arrested for felony domestic violence? All of that considered, do you blame the Hornets? Are you left with any ill feelings that there is no Hornet involved in all-star weekend? Oh, do I blame the Hornets? Um, yeah. I mean, they stink. That's why there's no, that's why there's no all-star representation. I mean, the fact that LaMelo is shut out of any and all events, uh, you know, he didn't play enough, I guess, to garner enough votes for the all-star game. Uh, but yeah, you don't get any attention. You don't get any love when you're not good enough. And, you know, they're starting to come around a little bit now. Lamella Ball, I feel like, is made for All-Star Weekend. He's made for the Skills Challenge. Hello. Uh, he, he has a claim to be in the three-point challenge this year. But you can't make the argument when you are so bad and you are a, a bottom dweller. So you're just lucky to get scraps at that point. And, unfortunately, you know, Mark Williams coming on now, but just not enough playing time early on to, to uh, be in consideration. What do you think, Doug? I don't blame them for this season because I think this season, yeah, there have been a lot of things outside of their control. Uh, so, But I blame them for previous seasons where they were blown out of play-in games when they could have been featured you know, in a seven-game series on national television and made LaMelo Ball undeniable. You know, He was denied an all-star weekend here, and I think there is a universe where they did compete a little bit more in the postseason, and LaMelo's profile was such that it was undeniable. But also, you know, we don't know what went on behind the scenes. Maybe LaMelo was offered an opportunity to be in True. the three-point 
shooting contest and and turned it down. And honestly, I wouldn't blame LaMelo for turning it down or any player for turning down an opportunity to go to the All-Star Weekend because I don't think that being part of the All-Star Weekend means as much as it used to mean to players. Um, and, and I think, honestly, all of this, all of these Hornets players deserve a little bit of a break and would benefit from not, you know, doing a lot during All-Star Weekend or or, or the week leading, you know, the week after that, you know, everybody needs rest, relaxation, get ready for the second part of this season. So I'm not really mad at any of the players if they did deny it. Well, and and even if you make the uh, make the distinction between this year and last year, this year, of course, with Lamelo being hurt, Hornets can't help that. Of course, with everything else that happened injury wise, they can't help that. This year, too, Mark Williams not playing enough games. He's just not going to get that honor, even though he's clearly one of the better rookies in this class based off what he's been doing since he entered the rotation. But this is where the not this year part comes in. And you can go back to last year. Man, you'd sure like to see James Booknight or Kai Jones in the Rising Stars Mm. Challenge. And you are 0 for 2 when you had two first-round picks. And there are some teams that could possibly get a first and a second-round pick in there. But Charlotte doesn't have any of their first, and they had two last season. And that goes to your point, Doug. Well, you can also blame them for, you know, playing Nick Richards instead of Mark Williams. They could have gone all in on playing Mark Williams. Now, I think the the other side of that argument is, and we've made this argument, that it benefited Mark Williams. You know, taking that time to develop a little bit in the G League before coming into the NBA is probably going to be long-term a benefit for Mark Williams, but it certainly hurt his ability to showcase his talents enough to get into the Rising Stars Challenge. And you can also blame them for <laughs> – I'm going to say it I again. think you can blame them. It sounds like we can all blame them. Well, you can blame them for trading a first-round pick, a 13th oh, overall pick, for a worse first-round pick that is now – I mean, it's going to be one of the worst TBD. because it's the Nuggets. TBD. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the Nuggets <laughs> look pretty good right now, so I, I think they're going to stay good. And, you know, Jalen Duran um, is on the Rising Stars Challenge. David, I think you were saying he's hurt, so he's not going to necessarily yeah. play. But right. his name is on the marquee, and that would be a player that the Hornets – could have selected uh, they could have selected AJ Griffin with that 13th pick and true. added some three-point shooting that they've desperately needed this season. It's not just about my love for Jalen Duran. It's about my love for having a lottery pick yeah. and actually using it and not trading it for a worse first round pick. This this was always the problem, right? This this was always the, you know that that got really That sad. was okay. Absolutely. We didn't even get a Walker Everybody Kessler wait. yet. Watch no, out. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Walker got, Kessler. They could have drafted <laughs> yeah. Walker Kessler. Doug was super high on Walker Kessler. Um, But here's the thing. With Jalen Duran, you're right. Like, it's not about Jalen Duran anymore because I do feel great about Mark Williams. I'm cool with having yeah, Mark sure. instead of Duran. And if you would have switched well, it, I'd have been, I'd been cool both. with having Duran instead of Mark Williams. I'd been cool with either one. But it's the excuse that we got. It's the reasoning we got afterwards where this was a veteran-laden team and you just don't want too many young players on a squad that is looking to win next year. And so they decided to trade it for a worst pick. And you know what? Even with this draft class being as deep as we've seen a class in quite some time, we're going to be so far out with Denver having the 30th overall pick in the first round, possibly if they win the championship or 29th, 28th, whatever. Are you telling me, and, and this might be true, by the way, this is not some sarcastic question. If it's true that the 30th prospect in this year's class is as good as the 15th or 13th prospect in last year's class, mm-hmm. then okay, fine. Maybe you can package that up, especially with a second-round pick that you got in return for Jalen McDaniels to move up. 
that'd be great as well. But man, you're right, Doug. Like now Denver, they didn't have any injury, right? And so now here they are. They're going to be picking at least, what, 26th, 28th? 25th I think right worst. now they're 28th, yeah. So, you know, that's what you kind of expect on that front. Um, I will say this, David, too, and going back to Doug's point, I just wanted to ask you as well. You look at Mark Williams. He said you could blame the Hornets for not playing Mark Williams early enough. And, you know, Doug also was talking about, okay, there's both sides of the coin there that you can look at. I kind of equate that too to not choosing to spend my time yelling at James Borrego, not playing LaMelo early enough, right? It probably took him a little too long his rookie year to get to LaMelo um, and start him and play him long enough, but he eventually did. And so while there might've been a small enough window where, all right, you should have started it earlier, but okay. That's how I feel with Mark. I just, I don't know if I'm going to choose to spend my time being angry at Steve Clifford for not playing Mark early enough. And I kind of equate it to that LaMelo situation. Do you think that there's real anger here to be had for Steve Clifford starting Nick or not starting Nick Richards, but playing Nick instead of Mark, or are you cool with everything now, especially because he at least is going to have a half season under his belt in the rotation? Yeah, I don't think right now you can argue with a whole lot of how they've kind of progressed to Mark Williams. I mean, we came out, I don't, you know, the strength, the movement was was always going to be a concern and an issue in that time in Greensboro probably helped out. And of course, I mean, you know, Mason Plumley was there too, so it was a bit crowded. And, and, and Plumley playing, uh, if he doesn't get all those minutes, do we get – you know, the joy that was the last month of Mason Plumley and that and that stock skyrocketing. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Um, and, and it's proving to bear out right now with Mark Williams play. So I, I think right now, you know, that's not a concern for Clifford. It'd be hilarious if he had started the season saying my goal is to get Mark Williams to the Rising Stars game. But uh, I don't think he was going to do that. So right now you can't argue with that. Um, you know, we'd like to see someone there. He keeps growing at this rate. Um, you think he'll be there next year, at least in the Rising Stars. So uh, on that one, you can't really get too mad because honestly, if you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at the selection committee because uh, there's there's no criteria, there's no rhyme or reason to why some of these guys are there other than just you know they've heard their name and they've had a couple highlights. Mark really hasn't had a couple highlights outside of the Trey uh, Young block and and finished to, to close out that game. So you know that's just one of those things. I don't blame him too much for Mark. And on the big picture, you got to be happy with what they're doing. Doug, did you want to say anything about missing Mason Plumley? It seemed like you uh, really yeah. <laughs> missed Mason Plumley the last month of the season. Oh, no, I have. I mean, I have it. I, I applaud him for raising right. the level of his game enough to even uh, garner some trade value. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly appreciate that. And he was, you know, he gave 100%. I, I don't think, you you know, we were caught up in the returns that the Hornets got or the lack of returns or whatever in our conversations. I don't think we talked enough about, you know, just how much Jalen – and Mason gave to the organization. They were total team players and and did all they could. And, you know, but now they're gone. And, and I think it's opened up a lot of things for LaMelo Ball. We talked yesterday with Nick Carboni about how Mason's absence has opened up uh, Melo's game in an interesting way. So we'll, we'll see how it all shakes out in the second half. Yeah, great synergy. Would have loved to have seen them uh, on the court, um, possibly – not in the rising stars because Lamella would have the uh, the three year there, but maybe in an all star game one day. That'd be great to see from Mark Williams. We'll see if it can happen throughout his career. All right, we're going to talk a little bit more about all star break. We'll have the jerseys conversation, but Doug has a question about the NBA and if they <laughs> want us to care about all star weekend. What does he mean by know. that? We'll get to it in just a moment, but not before we talk about uh, FanDuel. This episode. Well, no, we got to talk about. Hold on, we got to. No, we got to talk about Nissan. 
Oh, our friends Nissan. at sorry, yeah, sorry our friends Nissan. at Nissan. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The Hornets player of the week is who else? Svi Mikhailuk. Just kidding. It's LaMelo Ball. He averaged nearly a triple-double <laughs> over the last seven days. 25 points, 12 assists, and 9 rebounds, leading your Hornets to back-to-back wins for only the fourth time this season. His play was electric. His drives to the rim brilliantly fierce, and his over-the-head passes to Mark Williams were as beautiful as they were physics-breaking. LaMelo was a combination of elegance and power, just like the 2023 Nissan Aria. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-you-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. That's NissanUSA.com. More Locked On Hornets ahead. Big thanks to Doug for saving us some uh, FanDuel talk for the moment and giving some love to Nissan. And also big thanks to Doug for asking this question to lead off the next segment. Does the NBA want us to care about All-Star Weekend anymore? Have they given up? Doug, why are you hypothesizing that the NBA might just be giving up about wanting us to care about All-Star Weekend? I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I have a baby and I'm watching a lot of Sesame Street right now and maybe my focus is elsewhere, but I just haven't felt the hype. I haven't felt the anticipation of All-Star Weekend like I have in years past. And I think some of it has to do with the names. I think some of it has to do with the continuous format changes that don't, the format changes that don't really fundamentally change how entertaining the actual product is there's four teams now in the rising stars challenge i'm not sure what that's doing the skills challenge features teams like team Antetokounmpo and team jazz like there's a team jazz what's (laughs) happening there and finally my final gripe and and we can dig into all these if you want to but my final gripe is like they're picking teams now an hour before the game you how you can't even hype up the players yeah. that are going to go against each other. Like, none of this makes sense to me. And all I can figure is that the NBA has gone, look, people only care about the trade deadline. They only care about free agency. They don't even care about the playoffs. They might care about the finals. But they certainly don't care about All-Star Weekend anymore. And it feels like the Pro Bowl to me. Like, it feels like the NFL has given up on the Pro Bowl and the NBA is starting to give up on All-Star Weekend. Which got they, great ratings. Somehow yeah. the the, the, pro, the flag football game on the Pro Bowl <laughs> I, I still got good ratings. So, so they football. can do no wrong. Yeah, it's football. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you, you know, how much I love all-star weekend. Um, but you just can't keep up and follow along. You have to check every year to see, okay, how are they going to do the skills challenge this year? How many rounds are they going to have in the dunk contest? Who is dunking? Who are these people? Um, I mean, that's the major problem. I will still watch all of it, but to your point, Doug, you can't figure out what's going on. There's no buy-in, you know, even the Elam ending in the all-star game on Sunday, it I like works. That. It works. But every year people are, they have to explain it, first of all. And every year they're like, wait a second, what, what are they totaling up? What's going on? Um, you know, the selection, like the schoolyard selection of the all star team, I think it's better than what they used to do, the pre tape thing. But the problem is, you don't know who's going to be on the team. Uh, you know, before the, they tip the ball up at this point, you know, you don't know who's there's no East and West anymore. Uh, they freaked out over that. 
So I really don't understand why they wouldn't just go back to East-West, go to the Elam ending, then you, you solve that problem, I guess. But they really have got a branding problem where there's too much branding and they don't know what to do with the players that they have on the court. So, um, you know, it's a big, fat mess. I don't know if they'll solve it because, to your point, Doug, they seem more concerned with in-season tournaments, um, you know, figuring out a, a way for guys to actually play in games more than they are. And so this is definitely on the back burner. But at the same time, it's like their Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like their big entertainment event of the year. And they just kind of roll it out and they throw everything at the wall, hoping some of that stuff sticks. So two things for me, <clears throat> excuse me, especially, especially with the schoolyard <laughs> selection. Yes, I'm flooding. So that's your that's your all your all-star weekend recap or your preview for all-star weekend is <laughs> and I agree. I totally agree with that. That was it. That's all I had to say. Uh, no, thank you for that. Um, so, goodness gracious, Doug. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I was so, agreeing with you. What are you no, getting upset? It. After thank all you. of our arguments about Jalen McDaniels, I'm finally agreeing oh, with okay. you. Here we go. <laughs> no, yeah, he can't help it, David. He can't help it. He's got to bring him up. He, did you see him sneakily bring it up in the last one? Well, and, you know, oh, yeah. when we talk about the returns of the trade, like all I was doing was talking about Mason. And when we talk about the returns, anyways. When we're talking about the All-Star Weekend, you're talking about the schoolyard selection style. So what was interesting to me about the NBA is you actually lose a show, right? Because you do have a show where you're picking usually LeBron and Giannis and LeBron and KD, LeBron and whoever. And so I think people tuned into that. There was this big call for the NBA to televise the draft. Remember the one year they did it, it was the first year this was initiated and everybody was worried about hurting players' feelings. Who was going to be the last selection and was Rudy Gobert going to get his feelings hurt when in reality, who cares? The dude's in the all-star game and he'll get over it once he's out there playing and we'll be all just fine. So they lose a television event and they combine it into one. Now, I don't know if this is going to bring more eyeballs because you want to see how the teams are going to be divvied up. I I kind of like the idea. I just wonder if it's going to put more importance on the game because people want to see who's picking who. I wonder if that's going to draw any more attention or if they really screwed up by erasing a television event altogether and now you're just getting your normal inside the NBA show instead of having a special edition inside the NBA show. The other thing is you're totally right about the dunk contest. I used to defend it like hell. Everybody would say that it's dead, it's ruined, it's never coming back, and then we'd always get a great show every third, fourth year, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this was happening late 2000s. I'm going even before the 2010s. And then Dwight Howard would put on a Superman cape, and he would resurrect the dunk contest. We were having how much it was dead back then because you just ran out of stuff to do. And then we get into the 2010s, and Jeremy Evans wins a dunk contest, and everybody hates it again. And then we get further back, and then Levine and Gordon put on the show of a lifetime. And then they do it again. I'll say this. It's gotten pretty damn bad, man. Like those names in there, it's it's brutal. We're talking about G League guys that sniff five minutes in their career. Jericho Sims, Mac McClung. If you don't know McClung's mixtape history, then you don't know who he is. It's it's gotten really bad even for me to defend now. And look, he may put on a show, right? I mean, Mac McClung has been auditioning for the dunk contest since he was in high school. And so he may do some awesome stuff out there. 
But yeah, to your point, it's it's G League guys, which I get it. But this is the NBA All Star Weekend. Like they want to see name guys go against name guys. I mean, it speaks more to kind of the non-competitiveness of the overall NBA after you get past the actual games. I just don't know what they can do about that. I think you have to start with getting actual NBA guys in the dunk contest. That would be a great start. You know, great start congrats right to Mac McClung. This is not Seriously. the NBA slam dunk contest. This is not right. the NBA slam dunk contest. You cannot call it yeah. the NBA slam dunk contest when you don't have a single player in here that's like a legitimate rotation player. A, a legit guy, right. Now, shout out to Mac McClung, who – it just happened to get a, uh, a a call up for the Sixers last week after he was named to this dunk contest. I mean, that's awesome. That's unbelievable. The, the timing on that. Um, but you know, they, they've got to. I think they've got to widen the field. I think four dunkers is lame. It's over really fast. There's basically two rounds, and then you move on to the next one. I don't know what was wrong with having more than four dunkers out there with actual name guys. What do you want to say on that, Doug? Well, more than four dunkers is just going to be more missed dunks, God, more, right. <laughs> more judges that have no idea how to communicate what these dunks are. They don't know how to tell it. They don't. No one. No one oh, educates us the, on yeah. like what. Yeah, no one educates the, us on what the. Yeah, this is the totally old man yells at cloud episode. I'm sorry to everyone that's listening to this. Know. That feels like we're just complaining about the All Star Weekend, but we love it. And that's why we're complaining it. But we wouldn't complain about something we didn't love. That's why. That's why we talk about the Hornets every day. And uh, when you look at the three point contest, look at the names in the three point contest Tyrese Halliburton, Tyler Hero, Buddy Hield, Kevin Herter, Damian Lillard, Lowry Markinen, Anthony Simons, uh, Jason Tatum. Tatum. Now, yeah, Tatum. Now, <laughs> who, who did they just add uh, to this three point contest? Randall. Julius, Julius Randall, which is which is a name. I'm not sure it's a three point shooting prowess well, name. He's an all star, right? I mean, at least he's an all star, and he's a replacement for Simons. Now you can have your issues. I kind of had an issue with two Trailblazers going in there. Like we get it, Simons and Lillard, they both can shoot threes. I think Simons <laughs> his 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 three point stats are are, are kind of eye popping, and he's up there across the board, so it makes sense. You know, Julius Randle's already out there. Sure, whatever. He can go ahead and go in it. He's essentially the same three-point shooter as as Terry Rozier. You know, so, like, there's nothing eye-popping there. Um, there's plenty really of guys have that... To think, I really have to think that LaMelo was offered this. I just I, – I, I can't prove it. I have no intel. Why wouldn't you just... want LaMelo in the game? I mean, that's what we're getting down to. He's built for All-Star right. Weekend. He's going to get eyes. He's going to get the young folks watching – uh, he's going to get the Lamelo stands watching. It just, it just, it's baffling that he, that he would not get a look in either the skills or the three point. Well, can I ask you this too? Um, how much does Salt Lake City play a factor in this? Oh, <laughs> just a lot. Not wanting to go to Salt Lake City. I mean, yeah. If this, oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. If this were well, in we'll LA see if or he's there. New York City, you know, yeah. we'll see who's in the stands. Right. Well, they they'll show guys. I mean, I guess guys still go to this thing, but I think that's certainly a factor. Um, if he got offered that, I mean, the, the skills challenge is his own thing because they've got these teams. And I mean, my God, it, it, that thing's a total mess. Team Jazz, Doug. I mean, I know you're a big fan of that. Uh, team team rookies, Jazz. Like, uh, that's <laughs> right. I just cannot wait to watch Team Jazz square off against Team Antetokounmpo's. It's just like it's now, just like an episode of uh, Family Feud. Like, what are we doing here? It's so weird. If, if they're trying to get a skills Survey challenge, says, if, if, if they're boring. trying, to, well, if they're trying. If they're trying to get to a point where they have the Ball brothers versus the Antetokounmpo brothers, 
and maybe the Zeller brothers. I don't know. Find another pairing. Oh, there we go. Uh, you know, then we're tuning in for that, but uh, they can't make that happen yet. Or the Plumley brothers. We're tuning in for that now as we're well, talking. 100%. And Mason leading the way. All right, let's get to some of the All-Star jerseys, maybe some leftover takes on All-Star Weekend. Coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Don't go to sleep All of that and yet. more, but first... Let me tell you about Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and the calories? I know I am. Then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. Feels like uh, it was just yesterday, but it was it was a few uh, few weeks ago. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I've just got the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I skipped the chocolates this year for Valentine's Day. I went straight to the Built Bars for producer Katie, and she loved it. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing stats. What's even better is they are healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugars, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't even have to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. You can still do that, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club as well. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in, grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro, and you can thank me later. More Locked On Hornets ahead. Welcome back to Lockdown Hornets. We'll finish up with this segment on the All-Star Weekend, talking about the All-Star jerseys, something we discuss every single year. We have to get the approval or the thumbs down from one David Walker. Hey, now he's an All-Star. I thought they were better this year. I thought they looked okay. Um, They're not great. They're not anything that I'm rushing out to the store to go get a version of my favorite player within that jersey. But at the same time, they've been pretty bad recently, David, and I think these are better. Yeah, and I think they finally uh, took some suggestions from us, uh, from me, really, I think. (laughs) You you got to lean on the city you're in, right? And these are reminiscent Uh of some jazz jerseys, some of the city, whatever edition of the sunset, I think is a callback to some of those jerseys. I think they're going night and day with these jerseys, the yellow mm-hmm. ones, the orange ones, which I actually like better. Uh, the blue and the black kind of serve as a sunset nighttime scenario. Mm-hmm. I think that those will look better with the shorts. I'm guessing there's some blue down towards the shorts because they look dark just on those jerseys. But I like the yellow ones, guys. And, and, and Walker, you talked about getting your favorite player. Dick Sporting Goods has a LaMelo Ball All-Star jersey for <laughs> sale. I have no idea why. Uh, just in case. Until, until he's not playing on Sunday, I will I will stand by. He still could be there. <laughs> um, so if you want one of those, they're available. But, yeah, these are slowly but surely getting better. These are not flashy, but these are certainly the best we've seen uh, in quite a while. No, that's a great question, though. Do you – land the lamello ball all-star jersey that he did not get do you purchase no. that or do you leave it be i think it's on i think it's a sale purchase you know i think when it's the sale rack you're all good it's just yeah. that would be mm-hmm. a weird feeling oh i mean is it a is it a collector's item or is it like you know the the, the philadelphia eagles super bowl uh, t-shirts from this year that just get shipped out and, and are worn yeah. 
somewhere else in the world. It's almost like the it's almost like the FU Billy Ripken baseball card. I mean, it's an error, but everybody wants it. I wonder if they yeah. want the Lamelo Ball All Star jersey that he did not get. Doug, what say you on the All Star jerseys this year? Well, the problem with it being a collector's item is that there are like a million jerseys, right? Sure. So how can any jersey be a collector's item at this point? Uh, but it, it might be a little like the 2019 uh, Charlotte All-Star Weekend hat that I have. Uh, it's not a collector's item, but it is uh, funny to look at every once in a while. Uh, yeah, you know, these All-Star jerseys are fine. I mean, I think they, th- there's at least color in these jerseys. I mean, that was yeah. my big problem with the ones that were featured in Charlotte when, when Charlotte last had the game is that uh, they really just didn't pop at all. I mean, I, I agree. I like I like incorporating some of the city, but not making it like super ridiculous. And I think this was, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the way that the color gradient works is reminiscent of those jazz jerseys, those city edition jerseys. I like the day and night. Again, you know, I know some people are going to romanticize, you know, days of yore when, you know, teams could wear their own jerseys or whatever and, you know, feature the team prominently that they played for. But, like, I don't think players care about what team they play for anymore. Like, there's no pride about playing for the Celtics or the Nets. So, like, let's just can all of that. I like that idea. Let's not pretend that that's a thing anymore. And let's just do something cool looking. And I think, you know, maybe there could have been a little extra flair. I mean, I'm always – I'm down for kitsch. You know, I think – I think a problem a generally – what's that? Maybe putting a star somewhere. Maybe the shorts have like an actual star, you know? Yeah, I think they do. Them. Like if I scroll down – yeah, so there are a couple of stars on the – if these are the actual game shorts here that I'm showing, there are a couple of white stars um, okay. near the bottom of the shorts. But yeah, like would you look at this jersey? If I went into a Dick Sporting Goods and I didn't know anything about the All-Star Weekend, would I look at this jersey, you know – and say, oh, I mean, it's got all-star emblazoned on the front, but does it feel mm-hmm. like an all-star jersey? I'm not sure. Like, it looks super cool. And my yeah. bi- one of my, like, and I don't know if this is, like, a major complaint, but one of my bigger thoughts about jerseys in general these days is there's, there's not enough kitsch. There's not enough fun. There's Everybody's so concerned about being clowned on social media and, and getting ripped or whatever. You're going to get ripped anyway. But they're so concerned about it that everything plays it safe nowadays. Everything is, like, we're going to try to be super cool and, you know, it ends up being like blah. And so that's kind of how I feel about these. Well, and, and they used to do such a blue-red variation until yep. at least what I'm looking at is like 2018 is when you had, if I'm, if this is right, I don't remember them being this bad. I'm looking at a picture now where they look like practice uniforms for the 2018 <laughs> All-Star uniform. And those that was horrible. Where was that one? That, was that would have been Chicago? in Los Angeles. No. That would have been in L.A. Yes. And yes. they were black yes. and white practice black and uniforms. White. They've, thank God well, they've finally Jordan, gone away from that. Brand, when did Jordan it's, Brand take over? So it's around 17, 18, I think, because it would have been 18. Year. That would have been the, yeah. that's the first one because they were Adidas in 2017. Oh, yeah. And then they yeah. were Jordan and they in just, 2018. They do look like practice jerseys. They kind of stuck with that for the next few years. They just slapped a big logo on the front and called it a day. It, it was the biggest mailed in effort on all-star jerseys we've ever seen maybe that's maybe maybe they're doing the long play you know maybe they started off so horrible for about five years and now they're finally reintroducing color there you go i could see kia though i tell you that much yeah you 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 sure can and and i'll say like when you look at these jerseys look awesome compared to the ones the ones of of yesteryear like if you're talking about these jerseys 
right beside the other ones it's oh. like okay these are good these are these are these are a lot better they look right. so much better after looking True. at a list of some of the other ones i'm not trying to hate like that but those practice jerseys in la those Horrible. were awful and i mean the charlotte ones were very blah but they were fine like they were they were fine you know they but you're right about black being the predominant color there and black and white and now at least you do have something different you do have yellow blue i love the i love the idea at least i do love the sunset i do love the sunrise idea and if they want to do a little bit more with that then fine but at least you have some kind of happy medium so overall i'm 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 fine with these jerseys i feel like if you and i'm not like on tiktok a ton but but oh. producer katie is and so mm. she'll share like she'll share what the kids are doing these days and i feel like there's a trend among a, a younger demographic of like doing away with like trying to look super cool and getting a little weird, getting a little goofy, being a little genuine in that way. And I think the NBA could stand to get a little weird with some of the things that happened during All-Star Weekend and try and quit trying to look so cool all the time and like play it safe and get weird with the skills challenge, get weird with the dunk contest, mm. you know, introduce some things that make it a little wacky and fun because otherwise I just don't know what the reason is to watch. Well, uh, <laughs> they get weird. Uh, what, the do you, what, is, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you think about me trying to figure out what the kids are into? <laughs> yeah. How do you do fellow kid? <laughs> yeah. Um, we are 80 uh, years old on this show. Today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm with you, Doug. They got to find a way to spice it up, but it's, it's, it's almost like they keep it in the margins. Like they keep their, their freak flag in the margins a little bit, but then when they go to the dunk Let contest, we have four people. There are two, there are two rounds. Uh, you know, they, they keep it very within the lines when they get to uh, the actual events. But but I don't know. I, I wanted to I did find one new thing, new, one new addition this year. I want to run by you guys if it's cool. Yeah, they've sure. got celebrities uh, introducing basically each night. So bringing you in, you know, I don't know how they're going to do this. Uh, this is the first time I've seen this announced. They may have done this, you know, um, uh, not as formally in the years past, but it could not have been written better for me personally. I'll tell you that much. I, I want to give you the list, the three celebrities mm -hmm. that are introducing the three nights. I want to see if you can maybe match these up because I love how they did. Well, these. I know one. So, I know one for you sure. Do. Okay. Well, 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 first of all, we have Ben Affleck, who we talked about uh, earlier this week. His new movie Air is coming out. The obvious tie in there. You've got Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan from Creed 3 also coming out very soon. Very excited about that. And then... I guess he's the grand marshal of the entire week. And Vin Diesel, uh, oh, yeah. who's <laughs> Fast 10, is coming out. So, like, the only thing that could have topped this if is uh, Tom Cruise and the cast of Top Gun was out there introducing the overall weekend. But but how do you – so you know how they match these up. You know how, who's introducing what here, Doug? Because it was a little I think surprising you, I think you went. I, I think say. you went in order there. I know Ben Affleck is yeah. doing the celebrity challenge. And then, yes. you know, I, I think that – uh, then your Creed folks are going to do Saturday night. Saturday and night. Then, and then Vin, Vin Diesel is introducing the All-Star game. <laughs> ben Affleck is introducing the celebrity game, which is usually done like on the other side of town in some aircraft hangar. So right. maybe they're pumping that up a little more. I was just surprised to see no shots at my guy, Vin Diesel. I mean, he, I think he's earned it. He's earned the right to introduce everyone at the uh, – bring in everyone okay. for the All-Star game. Yeah. But a little surprising on that on the order of that one. 
Oh, no, it's going to be hilarious. Vin Diesel is the one with the most comedic value. Now, Ben Affleck oh. is going to have some, too, at the beginning, because is Ben Affleck going to be the most famous person ever associated with the Celebrity All-Star Game? Great He's got to be. It, how many A-list celebrities have there been who have participated? And I'm trying to think. Uh, not Musicians almost don't count. I mean, J. Cole was yeah. in that. I mean, he's a really popular name. I mean, you know, Kevin seen, Hart was a stalwart for a long time. I guess that's true. Yeah, I, Kevin Kevin Hart is a stalwart. You're right. So I don't know. Ben just does not. One of these things is not like the other. And right. I think Ben Affleck is the one that sticks out. There are two. There are two football players that are playing in this game, which I think is odd. Like I, I feel yeah. like NBA should be boxing out some NFL creeping into their territory. But you got Calvin Johnson and DK Metcalf playing in this game. I'll tell you what, Weird. the NBA should just do a flag football game next year. Uh, you know, then you got your ratings and then <laughs> I don't watch you can't it. Lose. I don't, I mean, if I mean, I'm being hey, honest, I don't watch it. Apparently everyone would watch it. <laughs> LeBron James and Kevin Durant did it and ESPN showed exactly. highlights of it the next morning. I would absolutely watch KD, LeBron, Giannis, all these guys play a flag football team, a uh, flag football game. I'd actually, uh, I'd really get involved in that. Hell yeah, man. I'd love to bring that back. We'll take that um, away from the NFL as well. All right, that'll do it. All-Star Weekend concluding here on Lockdown Hornets. Thanks to <laughs> Enjoy David Walker. It. <laughs> hey, we love it. Guys, we love it. We don't hate it as much as segment two. I mean, I'll watch every believe. second. That's it. the that's oh, the, yeah. the crime of it all. It's the same as the Hornets. I'm going to watch every second of it, no matter how weird and irrelevant it becomes. And, and uh, we'll criticize it on Monday. That's what's going to happen here <laughs> on Locked On Hornets. Thanks to David. Thanks to Doug. And thanks to you for uh, making us your first listen. I make your second listen game to game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a great weekend. Have a great All-Star weekend. We got you primed for it, baby. We'll be back for you uh, on Monday.